All right, Kai McEwen joins us now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix is a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit BuyThePhoenix.com to learn more. Kai, of course, the co-founder of Three Man Weave. And, man, college hoops is tough this year. It's frustrating. Mm. It's like every week you're maybe you're comfortable with, like, Houston, or then it's Purdue, and then they let you down. Right now, Houston is still the favorite at 6-1 to to win the title. Alabama's 9-1 to along with Purdue. Tennessee's 11-1. Who do you have the most confidence in, given the sample size that we now have when it comes to an actual contender? And that may be twisting your arm a little bit, but even if the confidence is like 50-50, who would you throw into that? Yeah, I, I guess it had to be Houston, you know, gun to my head. Um, they, to me, are the best team still, uh, arguably the best coach in the country with Kelvin Sampson. And their defense translates in the tournament. He's made a Final Four before. Um, he can do it again. I really like this team. They're firing on both ends. I still think they're the top team in the country. Kai, what are your thoughts on uh, West Virginia TCU? We had some line movement, obviously. West Virginia, I think they're due for a road win. 2-14, and 14, I believe, in their last 16 on the road, which scares me a little bit. But without Miles going tonight, uh, what are your thoughts on that now that it's down to one and a half? Yeah, I like West Virginia, too, um, even at one and a half still. I think the Mike Miles thing is huge, and no Eddie Lampkin either for TCU. So two starters for TCU out. Western has already beaten this team. They might have the blueprint uh, required to beat TCU. They, they're familiar with them. And they've been playing a lot better lately. West Virginia also need this game uh, mightily to make, the, to make the NCAA tournament. So I do like West Virginia here. Who are you uh, most disappointed in? Because I think there's some, you, hmm. you could say maybe Gonzaga. You know, obviously there's some teams that, the Blue Bloods specifically, that have fallen off a cliff like Duke, uh, here and there like Kentucky. Yeah, I might go a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, I live in Chicago, so Loyola Chicago has been a team that's really disappointed me. Supposed to compete towards the top of the A-10 this season, and really haven't. They're they're dead last in that conference. Actually, the A-10 as a whole, Dayton's been bad. Uh, VCU, SLU have been down. It's kind of a crappy year for that conference, and and that's disappointing. When you look at Duke. Kentucky, North Carolina. Right? We're, we're used to seeing them. Obviously, North Carolina almost won the national title last year, and Duke has been Duke, but now it's, there's no longer Coach K. And there's a lot of programs in college basketball that don't have that legendary coach uh, that's been there for a while. When you watch these schools that have a new coach, like a John Shire at Duke, is there is there one that you look at and say, this is just give it time with the new head coach? Or do you already, like, some people say, you know, Hubert Davis maybe isn't the coach that we thought he was. I guess the way I'm trying to put this is, do, is there any panic looking at the early returns that you've had from John Shire at Duke, Hubert Davis at North Carolina, or even now, you know, Villanova no longer having, no longer having Jay Wright there either? Yeah, I'd say there's a bit of panic with Villanova. Uh, I'm giving Kyle Neptune maybe a slight pass. Uh, he's dealt with a lot of injuries this season. Justin Moore, their best player, just came back from an Achilles injury. I'd hit the panic button on Kenny Payne right away for Louisville. Uh, that hasn't worked out at all. <laughs> no. He got zero guards in the transfer portal. That's not a great strategy. That's not being a first-year head coach. That's just being stupid, frankly. Uh, Shire, jury's still out on him. Hubert Davis, I'm not a huge fan of him from an X and O standpoint. He said some things in, in post-conference, or excuse me, in, in conference pressers that I just haven't really liked. Um, but Shire, we'll see. TVD on him. Tell me more about the Hubert Davis thing, because I feel like yeah. that, too. I can't quite put my finger on why, uh, but it feels like he he overperformed based on what we thought mm -hmm. was going to happen with them, based on how bad they were playing kind of towards the middle of last season. 
Yeah, so two examples. Number one, when they played Iowa State in Portland, I was there. I went to the press conference after the yeah. game. He said he was shocked that Iowa State played a 1-3-1 zone. TJ Otzelberger, their coach, always plays 1-3-1. He's done it his entire career. So that was a weird thing to say from him. And then also just their, their, their play at the end of games, their guard play, it's very undisciplined. They take a lot of bad shots. It's a lot of ISO ball. And you could say that's partially the player's fault, but it's also coaching. I, I, I just don't see good coaching on this team. And I mean, they should be ranked. This, this team has enough talent to be top 25, and they aren't. And that's an indictment on him, I think. When we get to March, do you trust a team like Alabama? Because I know they're eighteen and three, and they had won nine straight. Mm-hmm. But you watch that game against Oklahoma; they didn't even show up. And I just feel like Nate Oates' teams yeah. usually live and die by the three. Sometimes their defense scares me a little bit. Do you trust them uh, this year? I do trust them. Yeah, that was a weird game. Uh, yeah. They do take a lot of threes. They can get cold, and it can be a huge problem. But their defense has been mostly excellent this season. Not the OU game necessarily, but every other game, it's been really good. It's been one of his best defensive teams. Um, and, and that with that offensive talent, uh, with, with the athleticism, with the pros they have on that team, Brandon Miller, the freshman, has been excellent. I, I do trust this team to make a, a, some sort of run in the tournament. What are your thoughts on uh, Porter Moser? You know, obviously, you know, it's only been a couple of years mm-hmm. there at Oklahoma, but I follow, I got a couple of buddies that are huge fans and they're like, man, if they don't make the tournament this year, I want them gone, which I think is a little bit of an Ooh. overreaction this soon. But, you know, <laughs> uh, it was going to be a, it was going to be a little bit of a rebuild, obviously. What do you think of the job yeah. that he's done here early on? I, I think he's a great coach. If you look at talent top to bottom in the Big 12, I would say Oklahoma has the least amount of talent. Yeah. And they're still competing. They're, they're still winning games. They're still in games. Um, their record could look, look a lot different today in the Big 12. They've lost some close games. Iowa State was a three-point game. Baylor was a two-point game. So I, I do think Porter Moser is going to get it going there. Um, he does more with less talent, and, I, and that's obviously an indication of a, of a good coach. Who uh, we, were, we were talking about Dan Hurley for pretty much all year. Yeah. You know, I went to the Phil Knight Invitational as well. I saw him almost get ejected. Yep. He's just been on the line, you know, yelling at his players. At a certain point, I thought to myself, maybe they would start to tune him out. And now UConn hasn't been <laughs> playing well, right? And, you know, especially with the transfer yeah. portal, NIL. Are there other coaches outside uh, of Hurley that you say to yourself, like, this is an early season coach? Definitely not a hmm. late season coach. Uh, ironically, his brother, Bobby Hurley, has been an early season coach in, in the past. Remember, Arizona State was ranked, like, number one. A couple of years ago yeah. in the non-con, they, they were undefeated to start the season. Yeah, UConn's weird. You, you were in Portland, too. You saw how dominant they were, how good that team looked. I thought they were the best team in the country by a long shot, and then they're kind of, they've kind of fallen off in Big East play, and I'm not really sure why. Partially Hurley, perhaps. His antics certainly don't lend to winning, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, him and his brother have been kind of uh, good non-con, poor conference play guys. You know, it's funny. In all this conversation, Kai, we UConn should have been more of the topic of like just frustrate. Like we, there was a point where we were sitting yep. in the studio going, "UConn's the best team in the country. They're gonna be better than Houston." Mm-hmm. Nope, not happening. It's it's what makes me really. I'll be honest. I'm nervous about March Madness because I feel like this is gonna be one of those years where as many unpredictable things that could possibly happen are actually gonna happen. In, in the past, right? One of the predictable things is Purdue losing early, right? Purdue letting you down. But now <laughs> they're kind of regarded as the number one team in the country. I mean, they are, but. Are they actually the best team in the country? Maybe a whole other conversation. Do you think that this team is different, that they can actually make more of a run in the tournament this year? I'd like to think so. I, I just worry about Zach Eady in, in the tournament setting. Teams can space him out. They can put him in ball screens, and it's a huge problem. 
for Purdue. And that's kind of been their issue the last several years because they've had the dominant big man up front and he hasn't been able to guard in space. They also have freshman guards. I love their freshman guards. I love Braden Smith. I love Fletcher Lawyer, but they're still freshmen and they're not pros. They are college freshmen. And that usually doesn't do well in the tournament. Um, Edie is so dominant. Maybe they do win a few games. I think Matt Painter is a fantastic coach. I just kind of worry about the schematics and, and maybe the youth of the team once they get in the tournament. Who else do you like that can make a run in the Big Ten? Because like last year, I bought into three or four mm. teams. We had Iowa. I, I never buy into Illinois because of Brad Underwood, and I probably won't yeah. until he's gone. Um, but who else? <laughs> who else do you actually trust? I was high on Ohio State coming into the season. They've let me down too. Man, I can't say I really trust anybody. I guess yeah. Purdue would be the team I trust. Indiana has got its own problems. Maybe if Xavier Johnson comes back for the tournament and they're in their hole, they've certainly looked better lately with Race Thompson back in the lineup. But yeah, every other team in that league, you can kind of pick apart and, and, and nitpick. Hence, they have two teams ranked in the top 25. They, they have not been as strong this season um, from an elite status. Who? What's going on with Arkansas? I think a lot of us thought maybe they'd be better. And yeah, Nick Smith injury mm. definitely hurts them. Yeah. Do you think that they could make a run in, in March Madness when you know guys get healthy? And I don't even know if Nick Smith's going to play, given the fact that we've seen guys like Shaden yeah. Sharp just sit out and then just go right to the draft. Yeah, I think injuries has really done a number on them. Trayvon Brazil, you know, being out for the season, and, they have, and now Nick Smith. They still have enough talent to be very good. Their depth is just a problem. And I wouldn't count Musselman out in the tournament. He's made two straight Elite Eights, and both those years it seemed like Arkansas was down in every single one of those games. They made a comeback, and they won the game. So I, I do trust him in a tournament setting. They just have to get there first and, and get a good seed because right now their resume is pretty bad. They need to rack up some wins in the SEC and and turn things around pretty quick. Who do you like more in the Pac-12, you know, whether it's to win the conference, which I think is kind of, you know, if you're looking at the price, not even bettable right now, or just mm -hmm. to make the deeper run between Arizona and UCLA? I lean towards UCLA. It's a really close uh, pick, though, for me. UCLA's defense is a lot better. Yeah. Um, I, I really like senior guards in March as well. That's Tiger Campbell. He's fantastic, and they have an All-American, Jaime Jaquez, um, so I, I think they have a, just a little bit more well-rounded team, though I do love Arizona and I love Tommy Lloyd. Talking to Kai McEwen, three-man weave, uh, when it comes to the Wooden Award, I mean, Zach Eadie is just such a heavy, yes. heavy favorite. Any chance anybody else even comes close to winning that, or is this pretty much just his and we don't even need to worry about it anymore? I think it's Edie's. The only guy I can maybe see is Jalen Wilson, who I think is the has the second shortest odds. Yeah, He puts up some pretty crazy numbers. He plays for Kansas. Um, he's notable. That team could finish in the top five, maybe even number one by the end of the season. It, it, yeah, I, I would say, TD, you got to remember who's voting for these awards. It's it's just media members, right, who look at AP polls and stats. And if Purdue's up there in the top five and they're winning the Big Ten and Edie's dominant and he's seven foot four, it's going to be Edie. Uh, before we let you go, anything that you like or that you've played tonight uh, with any of these games coming up? Yeah, remaining here, let's see here. Uh, well, I do like West Virginia. Um, trying to see what else is, is going on tonight so far. Uh, San Diego State is another one I leaned. Yeah. Um, Nevada's kind of been uh, struggling as of late, and I think San Diego State's just starting to take off in the Mountain West. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm excited for that game. 11 p.m. tip-off yeah. here, so <laughs> <Me> help <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Kai McEwen, good talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much. Hey, thanks, guys.